both Martin Luther and Soren Kierkegaard and, and Lutherans tend to follow St. Paul's lead and talk about sin in terms of angst. It's a German word that means despair, unfounded fear, remorse, guilt, anxiety. To be in sin is to be in angst, to live in despair and anxiety. I know that it feels that way sometimes. I also know that I am not alone in this feeling. Angst is the very depth of our finding ourselves on this side of humanity's fall from grace. We tend to be preoccupied with ourselves and our own well-being. And so we say things like this, charity begins at home. Look out for number one. If you don't toot your own horn, nobody else will. This preoccupation with ourselves is angst, the fears we have about ourselves and about our world, the despair we suffer because of our preoccupation with ourselves. Of course, we try to repress and deny our angst, our fear, our despair. We attempt to ignore it in the hope that it will just simply go away. We do not, however, ever really succeed in avoiding angst because angst makes us uncertain about life, about ourselves. Our preoccupation with ourselves in turn feeds our angst even more. The friends of Jesus were gathered on that first evening of Easter in their fear and their despair, their angst, and they attempted to protect themselves by hiding behind locked doors. The miracle that Easter evening is that they were delivered from their fear, from their angst. Jesus came and stood among them. Jesus penetrated through the walls that they had erected against their angst. Jesus came and stood among them to free them from their angst. Jesus comes and stands among us. He comes to free us from our angst. He comes to offer us peace. It is not a peace that we can manufacture by ourselves. Peace or shalom conveys more than the idea of how are you or how's it going or even how do you feel. The peace that Jesus talks about conveys not a sense of the absence of something, rather conveys a sense of completeness or fullness. One who is at peace is complete, has all that is needed. A person of peace is full or complete. And Jesus comes and stands among us to complete us, to fulfill us as his people, to fill up the emptiness created by our angst. 
But we are not just to receive this peace. We are to become the conveyors of this peace. We are to become the trustees, the instruments of his peace, his wholeness, his completeness. So that in the words of today's collect, we may show forth in our lives what we profess by our faith. Jesus stands among us. He stands among us to give us a role to play and to be participants in his mission. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. Like the disciples, when our angst is relieved, when our fears are set aside, we find that our status is changed. It is from this moment in the gospel that the disciples become apostles. That is, they are the sent ones of Jesus. Jesus stands among us to change our status so we will be the sent people, the apostolic people who witness the God's offer of new life and we are sent from the security and safety of where we hide behind the locked doors of our lives. We are sent by God's initiative and God's power to the world outside of ourselves. And we are sent in the same way that the Father sent Jesus. And that means we are sent not to judge or to condemn the world, but to bring the world to wholeness and to completeness We are the sent people. That means we must get out of ourselves. We need to unlock the doors. We need to face our angst and receive Christ's offer of peace and be his instruments of forgiveness and reconciliation. Jesus comes and stands among us to form us into a community Peace, sentness, and forgiveness happen because we belong to a community. Wholeness and completeness is not possible in isolation from others. Peace always relates us to others. Our sentness, our apostolic witness and faith is always related to the community and not simply to our individual actions and beliefs. Forgiveness can never become a reality if we are locked behind the doors of self-concern and self-preservation. I think that's why the biblical tradition preserved the story of Thomas. For the true value of the story is more than a story about somebody who had some doubts. Oh, it's much more than that. Thomas represents those in every generation who call the community to test its wholeness, to challenge its mission as the sent people, and to give the community the opportunity to practice what it preaches, to practice forgiveness within itself. Thomas is a symbol that Jesus stands among us observing how we treat those 
who do not have the same experience as we do. Thomas is a test to the community to deal with its own fears, its angst. Above all, Thomas is a reminder to us that the community's purpose and unity and even its very existence is grounded in Christ who stands among the community. Jesus came and stood among them. Jesus comes and stands among us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen.